listeners to episode four of this podcast. I'm Jeremy Buck, an MBA student who's working on his speaking skills in a series of presentations for his class, Principle-Centered Leadership and Ethics. For more context about what I'm talking about throughout this entry and a written transcript, please see the company documents or the podcast description where I list the questions I'm answering and any relevant links or sources I use to formulate my answers. This week's episode, we'll be delving into some discussion on motivational techniques and storytelling. Question 8 from Chapter 8 asks about specific motivational techniques. Positive extrinsic techniques are rewards such as pay, raises, bonuses, and praise. The obvious answer is that money motivates me, but only to a point. Past that point, I often consider the effort needed for the additional pay. Since I'm well compensated, a small bonus is not a particularly valuable carrot. Usually some form of recognition serves as a larger driver for me. For instance, my company offers a number of CIO awards each year which come with a small Amazon card and embroidered jacket. Despite the rewards being of objectively low value, I still find myself striving to achieve that recognition. Positive intrinsic awards help people enjoy work and provide a sense of accomplishment. The most obvious example of this came about in the past year at my place of employment. As quarantine continued, it became clear that for many people, the line between working hours and evening hours began to blur. Our CIO instituted a portfolio-wide policy aptly named, Let's Keep Friday Afternoons Free. From noon until the end of day on Fridays, no one is to schedule any mandatory meeting. This has been an enormous boost for me and has increased my level of satisfaction as I feel that my concerns are being heard. Negative extrinsic techniques are threats and punishments. Thankfully, this is not something that I face often. The threat of punishment, either financial or through the loss of autonomy, would absolutely motivate me to accomplish whatever task was being asked. But it would also affect my willingness to go above and beyond in other areas. Negative intrinsic techniques, which tap into self-doubt and anxiety, are not something that I have faced in my professional career. I can imagine that a leader telling a coworker publicly that they're not good enough to complete a task, or stating that something would happen to the team if we did not meet a certain KPI, may fluence me short-term to complete a task, but it would also motivate me to take my skill set elsewhere. Question 9 from Chapter 9 asks me about storytelling as a form of communication. For me, storytelling is a great way to debrief after something goes wrong. I find it particularly valuable to help others put their mistake into perspective. Oftentimes, when we have a negative outcome, it's easy to believe that everything is terrible or that it's all our fault. But providing examples via storytelling of other times when things have gone wrong, but everything turned out okay, it can shift one's focus from themselves and allow constructive discussion about the actual incident. To me, 
storytelling helps encourage active listening because the discussion is more abstract. The listener must pay more attention to what's being discussed and how it relates thematically in order to fully understand. If someone tells me a story about another time the team succeeded against the odds or another project that went well, I find that I need to listen carefully to understand the underlying theme. I then must reflect on how it's applicable to what's going on in my personal life. That connection not only forces me to listen carefully, but also helps me remember the lesson by associating it with my own life experiences.